everybody. We are here and we are sweaty. Yeah. <laughs> so warm. I don't know why. I'm like, Grace, your fucking, your room is farther from the earth yeah. that is sweltering. Yeah. I guess closer to the sun, though. Yeah. What a bummer. Um, I live in, like, I don't live in an attic. Like, that is a complete misrepresentation of where I live. But, like, in terms of, like, insulation, think attic. Like, I am too cold or I am too hot in my room. Yeah, absolutely. In terms of insulation, in terms of realness, attic but make it sexy. Yeah. I mean, like... Attic but make it cottage Attic but cute is where I live. Um, But I was telling Liv that we're, like, basically real podcasters now. Because, like, even if we had a fan, which we don't, we wish we had a fan, but we don't, um, we, like, couldn't use it, though, because then the recording would pick it up and, like, Uh professional podcasters turn off their AC and suffer through it. So that's what we're doing. Suffering. Because we (laughs) It is because we have no choice. Yeah. But, you know, we're, you know, real professionals, so... I... We are also real podcasters for another reason, Grace. Tell me. Um... Because I don't know. <laughs> stopped hanging out with our friends at 9 p.m. to record our podcast. Yes. In quotes, for the fans. In quotes. <laughs> so this one's for you. Yeah. I mean, they're all for you. Because we freaking love our friends, okay? And if you're listening, Zoe, I, I know that you felt <laughs> you uncomfortable. Aren't. <laughs> I know that you aren't because it makes you feel uncomfortable because you know us. Um, appreciate the honesty. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember we where could, I was going. We can tell I've listened to the first few minutes. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, yeah, okay. Uh, we also... <laughs> so, you know, the problem, guys, is we are so hot in my uninsulated Oh, I thought room. you meant looks-wise, and I was like, girl, don't I know it. <laughs> Your skin is looking phenomenal. Stop! Are you just saying that because I complimented myself in the mirror, or... Maybe. Ah! <laughs> Are you a greasy egg today? No, that's I what didn't we call it, it when we put um, our our greasy face stuff on. Yeah, we call it being a greasy egg. Uh, yeah. Shout out to Maggie Hayward for that term. Thank you, Maggie Hayward. Um, I'm a greasy egg. Grace is not. Uh, well, I would I would be, but I, I forgot because I mm. do my nighttime routine because all my stuff is at the house sitting house. So and we had a lot of things to clean. Yeah. Um. What 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 I was going to say mm. is so we're we're already warm. We're already warm. And, but our routine, our oh usual Oh my god, are you leaving routine. after this to go to the house sitting house? Yes. Okay, let's get this show on the fucking road. <laughs> Sorry, I, I did know that, but yeah. then it reoccurred to me no, and no, I thought, that shit's crazy. We gotta, you gotta do what you gotta do. Um, but our, our usual podcast routine is like, light a candle and drink hot beverages. <laughs> and we like, did not differ from like we are doing that tonight so we have fire in front of us yeah and steaming mugs and so i was like don't worry we start the washington wildfires (laughs) i was like don't worry live i think i heard somewhere (laughs) drinking hot beverages cools you down and she was like god i hope so and then i was like that seems weird though let me make sure let me google to make sure i'm right and you know, don't correct me if I'm wrong. I only read, like, the Google little summary box that yeah. pops up at the top. But it was basically like, yes, in some circumstances, because it makes you sweat more and that cools you down. Ah. So we'll be out here uh, sweating. Yeah. Sweating our faces off. I love to sweat. It's it's hot girl summer. It's sweaty girl summer. Yeah. Um, yeah, this hot tea and fire in this fucking heat, really. And I know that I'm being a baby about the heat, I'm, but I'm from Washington, so sue me, okay? Yeah. I'm not used to it. Yeah. Um, 
And Summer snuck up on me, personally. It really happened. Yeah, like, it really happened too quick. We did not ease into it. I was like, oh my god, it's finally sunny again. And then it was like, I'm 90 degrees. <laughs> but we really look like Satan worshippers right here. <laughs> like, we really look like we're trying to embrace the fire yeah. into our hearts and bodies. Just like Carl. I'm going to bring it back. I, tried to, to I tried to segue. I tried to segue. I did a bad job. Way to tie it in. Um, <gasps> but before we get into the episode, we should talk about Bachelor, Bachelor Nation news. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about life updates, and I was going to say that I want to touch a kiwi bird before I die. See it. I don't want to touch it. I want to see it. Liv texted. Liv <laughs> <laughs> <Live> texted. <laughs> Me and Ellie at like 11 p.m. last night, just, I want to see a kiwi bird before I die, and then neither of us replied. Because I don't really have anything to say so to that. Rude. And then this morning, she emphasized the text. <laughs> I was so mad. I meant to talk to you about it. I talked to Ellie about it at the gym. I was like, bitch, I emphasized this text message. <laughs> Nothing to say to that. <laughs> no, not a single, oh my God, Liv, you seem like the type of person who should do that before she does. You know what? I just looked up some resources to help use your Kiwi board before you fucking off die. <laughs> Are you you're unalive? Okay, dead. That's the word I was looking for. So, yeah, Bachelor Nation news. Now that we moved on from the trauma that has been caused to me personally about Yui birds, it's like, what size are they? Okay, moving on. And sinister news. Yeah, Rachel. Well, yeah, that's the big one. Yeah, that's a big one. So. Rachel Lindsay essentially worked with New York Magazine to kind of release a piece now that she's pretty much officially out of all the Bachelor shit off contract. Like, to kind of just tell her story and experience with the franchise. Mm -hmm. And they made this headline that... It was like no roses left to burn or some shit Yeah, yeah. It was something that completely missed how she tried to change the... Changed the franchise from yeah. within. It completely misrepresented her words. She clearly was not consulted about the title, and she released yeah. a statement about it. It, if you have the time, you should read. It's oh, it's really a good. Good read. It, yeah, I thought it was really well written, and mm-hmm. I thought it was moving. Yeah, and I thought it was super fucking depressing. Yes, absolutely. And like you know, I, I it's hard to say. Like you know, this isn't anything new but like you know it's it's a personal account of what we could have like always you know suspected and also what a lot of us kind of choose to ignore honestly myself included because it's a lot about she was like it is about how you are presented is about how they choose to tell the story and this is all the fucked up ways in which they chose to tell my story in which they chose to tell like Matt James's story mm-hmm. and in which they chose to tell Peter make sure they know I'm half Latino Weber's story <laughs> <laughs> which was I died. an incredible there incredible was some, little like, insert surprise sass or just like cuz Rachel's very funny yeah, and no, sometimes I funny. forget that because you know people don't allow her to be mm-hmm. presented that way yeah she like either has to be 
they're either presenting her in a racist way, like the angry yeah. black woman, or they're like, she's serious and she's talking about these topics. But she's it was so she was so much fun in her season. She was so much fun on Nick's season. Yeah, the way she talked about all of this was very funny, but also you know very sad. So yeah. I just it was great. You should read it, not just because like it's a good thing to know about if you're going to continue to watch the show, but yeah. also like. It's a good read. Like, yeah. It was, Absolutely. Yeah. I thought I wasn't going to be able to read it because I've been reading a lot of articles at work, so I was having trouble finding a browser in which I hadn't used up all of my free articles for the month. <laughs> but I got it on my phone. Um, but, yeah, okay, here's what, here was my takeaway. Yeah. Here's what really stood out to me. So, first of all, um, I mean, I already said this, but she had this whole thing where she was like, I was robbed of my love story mm-hmm. because she was like, no. I am into Brian, the man that I married. Like, the man, the love of my life, the person I chose at the end of it, like, they totally made the show seem like Brian was my second choice because yeah. Peter didn't want me or yeah. something. But really, here's, like, a bunch of, like, pretty annoying things regarding Peter, and then he got portrayed as this, like, totally sympathetic white man who just, like, you know, I was cold towards um they set him up to be the bachelor exactly yeah yeah and he turned them down and fucked her over in the process Mm -hmm. in so many ways right and so it's like it's all about the story that they are trying to tell and that just kind of like oh and i forget i forget exactly what in the piece like speaks exactly to what i'm about to speak to and like how i'm applying it to this season But I think she basically was, like, they're trying to tell the story of, like, a blonde, blue-eyed, Midwestern or Southern Christian. Mm -hmm. Like, that's the story they're trying to tell. And I was like, shit. Because, like, here's the deal. Mike is coming off awesome this season. Yeah. Last episode, like, uh, like, the week before this current week, like, he came off awesome. He came off really great this week. And we keep being, like oh, like, fuck Mike for being a Trump supporter, like, because otherwise he's so great. But it's like, no. Yeah. He is being portrayed as really awesome by these producers who are trying to tell, like, his story, who are, like, know that he is appealing to their people. Right. That's what I was going to say. And the thing is, like, we know that he's a Trump supporter. Like, we know that he probably has all of these horrible beliefs, but me personally watching it, I'm like, oh, but, like, I want to ignore that for the story. But it's like, I should not do that. Because they are creating a story. This is not a full picture of Mike. We've seen, like, maybe 11 minutes of this person who has lived a full life. Yeah. And, um, so, yeah. I, I... Personally, because I don't like spoilers. Liv really likes spoilers. So Liv does a lot of reading about all these contestants regardless. Mm-hmm. I, like, do, for the most part, try and stay off their Instagrams um, just to avoid spoilers. But, like, I'll, I'll, I'll go through them occasionally, especially if there's someone that's really interesting. Yeah. And, like, theoretically, their Instagram shouldn't have major spoilers as long as I've watched the episode that week. Um, but, like, yeah, maybe it is my responsibility to, like, know who these people are who are yeah. on the show and not just, like, accept for entertainment value what the producers are feeding me um, because it's more fun that way and it's more fun to be like, oh, well, I like that person as long as I ignore who they are in real life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
That's a good so takeaway. So that was my takeaway from Rachel Lindsay's article, is that I should go on Instagram more. <laughs> Just kidding. Far more serious. My <laughs> takeaway was also, um, yeah, it was also the same one of, like, that that she was robbed by her, like, robbed of her love story. Because yeah. that was always something I, because I watched her season. Yeah. And I, I always really liked Brian. Mm-hmm. I thought he was the only person that, like, she wasn't, like, taking care of. I felt like she sure. kind of had to take care of Peter and take care of these yeah. other guys. And I felt like she seemed very comfortable with him. Which doesn't matter. That That's, like, just what happened. But it, it does suck because you just, you wonder, like, because obviously she didn't fall for it. Like, she didn't fall for what the producers want. And what the producers mm. want, they wanted Peter as the Bachelor, but also they would have been happy with her picking Peter as well. Sure. So it does make me think of like which people have have past bachelors ignored red flags about and then gotten so fucked over mm-hmm. after it ended when if they had maybe chosen someone else they might have had a happier life. Sure. Which doesn't matter. That wasn't it's it's like it's the bachelor and people were probably going to break up anyway, mm-hmm. but I just think that like it it was just sad to see that because especially with like if Rachel had picked Peter and somehow they'd still kind of made her look like the bad guy, which I'm sure they would have because yeah. they're racist. Because, yeah, America loved Peter. Yeah, America didn't necessarily love Rachel. Yeah, but it's like ABC profits off the downfall of their contestants. Yeah, they profit off of them being together and they profit off big time mm-hmm. off of them not staying together. Yeah, so it just is like. Wow. I don't know. That's It sucks because it's like, Rachel's one of the smartest people I think we're ever going to see on the show. <laughs> and yeah. she still got fucked in some ways. Well, yeah, but Not I mean, so she much got, to choose. She, in a less manipulative, more blatant. Yeah. yeah. Really icky way. Yeah. So. Well, yeah, and the, just the fact that she was talking about how, like, having no one to talk to yeah dude nobody who looked like her in a room and then having a really terrible time when they cast an actively racist contestant to target essentially the black men on the show and then her having a breakdown about that and them bringing her chris harrison to discuss yeah, that that's issue like with her just sick yeah that's fucked up i also just thought it was really kind of her as well to like acknowledge michelle in this i was gonna say that because yeah, yeah, yeah i felt like it was sort of, it was like her still calling it out a little bit. Because she didn't have to do any of this. Yeah. I, and I was just like, it. I think it holds all of us a little bit accountable. Yeah. Like all the viewers and everything to see how um, Michelle's story is going to be told. Yes. And like make sure that what happened to her isn't happening to Michelle. Yeah. So I absolutely. just thought that that was like a piece Yeah. that okay. was really important and and I, even listening to that interview with Bree, Bree talked about how Rachel was one of the very easiest people to get a hold of and who helped her navigate all of this. And I was like, this is, this is great. Like she, I can't think of another bachelorette that has looked out for contestants as yeah. much as she has. Yeah. Well, okay. Even while getting fucked over by the franchise over and over and over again. Yeah. Okay. So here are the last two paragraphs of her article. Mm. 
Um, I'm no longer making myself available to the Bachelor universe, though any contestant, past, or pre- past, future, or present who needs my advice can call me. To the franchise, I am no longer a figurehead, I am no longer a spot filler, I am no longer the face of what is diverse. The goal for me was always to be that person until I could step away because change had happened and I could sit back and enjoy it. That hasn't come to pass exactly, but I'll cautiously sit back and watch the upcoming season with Michelle Young, the next Black Bachelorette, to uplift and support her. I always used to say, if you want me to shut up, bring in another black lead. Now, I wouldn't come back and talk about something if they paid me. Well, maybe if they paid me eight figures. Love that. <laughs> so that was funny. Yeah. So, I mean, I think, yeah. I don't know. Because I love Michelle. Mm-hmm. I am excited to watch her season. But obviously, having read that, I'm like, well, I also want someone to go through what Rachel went through. Right. But then it's also like... Well, but it's not like we only want to cast white people just so the producers are nicer to them. Right. Um, but anyway, well, this was a great article. Also, I do think it hopefully will be a little bit different. In, not that the show has changed much, but yeah. that she's not the first one to do it. She's not the first black lead. Yeah. So she will have a Rachel who can talk her through some mm-hmm. stuff. And probably a Matt James, if she, which, yeah. you know, he got fucked in a different way, not oh, knowing well, anything. And I thought it was, yeah, what she, because she also wrote about why she was the first black lead of the franchise, because she was oh, like, it could yeah. not have been a black man. I thought that, that was, was not going to fly. Yeah. Anyway, we could, like, just do a whole episode really, about this article. Truly. Because it is, it, I mean, it's not, like, just read super it. long, but, like, it's good. I was reading it on my phone, and, it, like, Me too. I was reading it at work, and I had to take several pauses because I had to, like, do work. <laughs> do my job. Uh, that's all I have for Bachelor Nation News. Read the, read the article. It's very good. Yeah. Um, and it, you were right. It is called Rachel Lindsay Has No Roses Left to Burn. Fucking not cool. Yeah. That, like, in her article where she's like, here's how the Bachelor franchise fucked me over. Yeah. They then fucked her over with the title. Yeah. Yeah crazy shit also yeah it just argh, so annoying anyway and brian put out a very supportive post too which we love to see yeah okay shall we episode all right we, we shall episode let's episode okay so um for those of you who may not remember we did not get a growth ceremony at the end of the last episode because they hate us because they hate us and so we pick back up with the Aaron and Carl, like, not <laughs> yelling at each other, but talking to each other. Um, and everyone's like, do not go talk to her again. Like, don't. Don't, don't do, do that. Um, Carl continues to, like, gaslight everybody by being like, you know what? If it's you, just come forward, bro. Like, just come forward. I'm not gonna name names. Just come forward. Yeah. Um, Trey wants to know if they're being punked. <laughs> <laughs> Greg goes yes. to check on Katie. Good move on his part. Yeah. I'm sure the producers told him to, but he followed through. Yes, yeah. buddy. I love yeah. to see it. Um, he was very quiet this whole episode. Yeah, he really was. He, we did not get a lot of Greg. Um, but yeah, so I don't remember anything they talked about. But meanwhile, like, all the guys are bitching about Carl. He has now left the room and is, like, doing air punches in another room. <laughs> like, it was the most motivational speaker warm-up I've ever seen in my whole life. I wonder if he was just in there like, yeah, whoever sees this knows I'm good at my job. (laughs) (laughs) They know what this is, because we did. We knew what that was. Yeah. There was, like, I don't know, this part, like, probably lasted ten minutes, but it literally was just the guys being like, bro, 
and Carl being like, look, man, I don't, but I don't want to name names. And the guy's being like, we hate you <laughs> for 10 minutes. Like, I won't say it wasn't pretty funny at some points, but like, yeah, I have nothing else to say on it. Like, I we, we went over like this Andrew last Andrew S.H. seven years in this. <laughs> he was literally <laughs> sunk back into his suit jacket. Like, <laughs> why? It was awesome. I know. But, like, I mean, essentially, who could have guessed it? Katie yeah. comes back in and is like, I don't want to talk to anybody. We're doing the rose ceremony yeah. now. And everyone is so mad. So mad. Um, but, yeah, okay, let's just get to the rose ceremony. Best part. Yeah. So, get this, gang. Get yeah, this. Get this. David gets the first rose. Sweet baby Jesus. Who could have seen it coming? Not me. Not I me. thought he was going home. Me too. But hot David pulls through another week. Congratulations, Hot David. I have nothing but good things to say about you. Well, because we've seen nothing of him. Except that he's hot. Except that he's hot. <laughs> so, of course, we only have good things to yeah, say. Yeah, they're, they're, you're hot. Like, okay, but, like, I gotta say it, like, gives me hope that maybe she is just keeping him around because he's so hot. Yeah. Which means he could maybe make it to next week. Yeah. Like, I don't think I have him in my bracket for next week because I'm like, there's no way. He, like, hasn't said a word. Yeah, I thought he was but, for sure going Yeah. Home. I mean, great taste, Katie. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, and the other thing, too, she gave him one of the, we'll get to it in a little bit, but she gave him one of the, like, thank you for sharing this. Yeah. Nomination. So I just wonder if, like, maybe he's bad on camera. Maybe. Maybe he's, like, super awkward Yeah, he could be, he like. He seems very suave, though. He, yeah, but, like, calm is different than being good on camera. Yeah. I feel like. Maybe he's just boring on yeah. camera. Yeah. He might be boring. He might not really talk in the in the moment, in the, the items. So he just, yeah, he might not talk that much, so I wonder if, yeah. And I would also wonder if maybe he makes it far, but, like, gets... My prediction yeah. for him is that he'll, now that he's made it through two, I'm like, he's gonna get laid off in the big group that gets laid off towards the end. Yeah, I agree. Like, he, he is right gonna before. make it as far as you can make it where some people still don't know all the names. Yeah. You know? I agree. Absolutely. Like, some people are gonna be like, who is David? When he goes home. Mm-hmm. But there will only, like, be seven people left once he's yeah, gone. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So, sort of like a Dylan Barber. Although, like... So I made my lineup for this week. A lot of people are theoretic. We only got to pick some. I mean, I guess they don't know how many people are going home. Scratch that from the record. Doesn't matter what I just said. I thought John was going to win. <laughs> we'll get to it. Uh, Hunter gets the second rose. Yes. Maybe. And then when Mike goes up to get his rose, mm-hmm. he like, Katie's like, will you accept this rose? And I, unfortunately, I wasn't really paying attention when this happened because I didn't think anything out of the ordinary was going to happen. But then Mike starts talking to Katie like, as he is accepting his rose, so in front of everybody, and he's like, hey, we, I just want to let you know that literally all of us think Carl's a liar. <laughs> Unionization. Exactly. He was literally like, all of us think Carl's lying, so. I loved it. I, I thought it was amazing. I did not see that coming. Me either. I did not see it coming from Mike. Not from soft-spoken, sunburned, sweaty face Mike. Yeah. No. Exactly. Um, but Baby Christian, yeah. Yeah. So then Katie's like, obviously, I need a minute. She leaves the room. I forgot Taitlin. Taitlin? <laughs> Can we call them that? Yeah. Okay, I forgot Taitlin was still here. Yeah, me too. But she goes to talk to them. And she's like, I'm confused because, you know, originally I was planning on keeping Carl tonight. And we were like, liar. Yeah. Why? 
No, you weren't. I felt like... That's a lie. I felt like the T in Taitlin wasn't saying much. Uh-huh. Because I felt like she knew it was a lie. Yeah, the T, <laughs> the T in Taitlin was like, I can't call you out on camera. And the Aitlin in Taitlin <laughs> had a lot to say, but it felt very, like, scripted. <laughs> I no longer like this nickname. <laughs> yeah! Yeah, I don't know. Caitlin, or <laughs> the Aitlin and Taitlin... <laughs> for Taitlin. <laughs> it's like, the great thing is that it's your decision. It's not really up to them anymore. And, and we're, we're like, like yeah, no. that's how the show works, bitch. <laughs> um, but anyway, let's go back. So then, yeah. Courtney gets a rose. Why? Can anyone explain that? That man is a walking cartoon. This thing you can't call it about. Can you explain why Courtney got a rose? Why? Did, I feel like, also, Courtney... Okay, so I am being dramatic when I call him Courtney. Courtney. I think it's Courtney, but I, I say Qu- Courtney. Qu- Qu- Courtney with a Q. Yeah, well, it's Courtney with a Q, but Courtney. so I say Courtney. Courtney. Like Quartz. Yes. Jeez. But I think I'm being dramatic. I think it is just Courtney. I don't fucking know. It starts with a Q. Court. How are you supposed to, You should be saying it the way you are. <laughs> he looks like just... Those, you know, like, weird, oversaturated ads where it's, like, a person holding, like, a person working in a kitchen or something like that. Where they're just, like, get green, chef! Or, like, something like that. I don't know why, but he looks very specifically, like, a kitchenware model. Courtney should start doing party city modeling. Oh, he'd be so good. (laughs) He, like, looks more Dale than Dale. Like, Dale can maybe work it somewhere else, because he, he could be, like, an athletic model for yeah. sure. Courtney? Court? Courtney? Uh, sorry. <laughs> I feel I feel I could really brand Party City, and I support him in his adventures. Yeah, here's And my he should thing. go home. I just, I'm like, because, again, we've seen so little of him, except for his entrance, but based on his entrance, I think it's like he thinks he's funny, but he isn't. Which yeah. is, like, not a great character trait either. Mm-mm. Like, I did like all the Q puns. Like, or I, I liked all the Q words, but it seemed like he thought he was being punny. Mm-hmm. When instead, he was just being, like, clever. Yeah. And then he went into, like, those really gross sexual innuendos. Then again, everybody did that. We will get to that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have so many feelings! Um, yeah. He definitely, he just... Uh, he's so cheesy. He's just so cheesy. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, I want him to go home. I'm like, I, I haven't seen you have an ounce of chemistry with anyone, and they just... Yeah, it's less It's less that I wish for Courtney to go home, because I don't have that much. I don't really have anything against him. It's just I that do. There... He took John's place. Yeah, well, exactly. It's that there are people who did go home where I was like, what? Yeah. Well, I guess... So it's, like, there's some people where I'm like, I want you to go home. And then yeah. there's people like Courtney where I'm like, I don't care if you go home so long as this person doesn't go home I can't, before you. I guess I can't be that mad because Connor S. is still there. Yeah, and so is Christian. Yeah, but Christian's hot. True. <laughs> Sometimes. Um, okay. So then Aaron gets the final rose over John and Kyle. John 
tragic. What the fuck? Kyle? Literally, he walked in. She's like, that's my tag. There was, like, this whole thing. And also, I'm butthurt because I thought he was going to win. <laughs> I was like, no brainer going in my bracket. He goes home? <laughs> what? I'll take him. Yeah. That's fine. Um, so, John, devastating. Yeah. Kyle, like, fine. But, yeah. again, with some of the guys that she, like, she kept James. And she Ew. sent home Kyle. And I'm like, Kyle, cuter than James. Yeah. Also, Funnier. James, weird, vibes off. Kyle, self-deprecating in a funny way. Yeah, I agree. I agree. If she just kept, I could have, the rest of the people she sent home, I'm like, whatever. Yeah. But John and Kyle, no. Yeah, and again, Why? with Kyle, it's less that I'm like, they're meant to be together forever. No. And more that I'm like, you last Kyle over this guy? Yeah, he deserved another guy? week. Absolutely. Oh, Garrett went home too. My no Republican ginger. No one cared. No one noticed. He was wearing a purple shirt. He looked great, but yeah. he, he did. He should have gone home. But yeah, he wasn't so then bringing anything. Then Taitlin is like, yeah. say your goodbyes. No one <laughs> says goodbye to Carl. It's so awkward. Very weird. He just stands. He stands staring. like halfway between Katie and the guys, and then like looks at Katie, and then walks out without saying anything. He to like her. backwards moonwalks out of the room. It was so, so weird. It was so weird. I his vibes are so off. I he really does feel like one of those guys to me that is like convinced that Katie was in love with him. Yeah. And I'm like, what? Because it really felt like he walked away so slowly. He was like, when are you going to call me back? Yeah, can't wait. When are you going to call me back? Can't. Okay, 100, hundo, hundo percent live. Hundo percent all of Carl's exes are quote unquote crazy. Yeah. Carl has never had a not quote unquote crazy ex. Yes, absolutely. By which I mean a very normal girl. Yeah. (laughs) He's definitely the type to be like... He's like, not only are his exes so normal, what he's what he's calling them crazy for is they said, yeah, this was a fine four months, but uh, I think we're better off as friends. Yeah. And he says, she's no. crazy. 100%. Every time his friend's like, oh, hey, whatever happened to you and Amanda? Oh, man, she's crazy. Yeah. He's like, oh, really? I didn't get that vibe. He's no, like, so oh, crazy. so crazy. Absolutely insane. Um, yeah, but anyway, so then all the guys applaud Katie. (laughs) She gets a little round of applause, and we get a little cheers to finding love, and then they're all like, cheers, and she goes, and being here for the right reason. (laughs) It's like a little trick to you add-on. Yeah, I loved it. (laughs) Okay, Liv, I've got a question for you. Do you think Thomas was like, ah, when she said (laughs) So close! Fuck! Um, Trick question. So we're we're warm right now, right? Oh, yeah. But we're like in Seattle. It's 10 p.m. It's been dark. We're cooling down, mm-hmm. but we're still warm. I'm sweating through my greasy egg. But continue. Would you get in a hot tub right now? No. <laughs> Psychopaths. Those are those are gonna be her crazy exes. <laughs> what I'm the sorry. fuck were they doing? Okay, so I think I've been saying they were filming in Arizona, but they're in New Mexico. It doesn't matter. I don't care. It doesn't These matter. Men are in a hot tub. In the blazing sun. They are sitting in a hot tub. In the... How? You could not pay me. How are they doing it? Is it a cold tub? No, there was bubbles. Uh, not the... I guess you could <laughs> have bubbles in a cold Oh, tub. right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. 
Grace did not love that she messed that one up. <laughs> I'm sorry. I narrate your oh, face right there. You want cold bubbles? <laughs> Make Make it look like person. <laughs> Okay. Oh, let me check my book of invisible crazy things. <laughs> look, look, made what? up magical features. Okay. I get. Look, I get that one could theoretically have bubbles. Literally, what do you think sparkling water is? in a cold tub? <laughs> bubbles is carbonation. Literally, it's different than jets. Oh, tell me more about the science. <laughs> I can't live, okay? <laughs> I can't. But what I, I will tell you say, one thing, Taitlin would never. <laughs> what I will say is even though I, I understand that you could have cold jets, the fact that there were jets, mm-hmm. to me is conclusive proof. It was a hot tub. <laughs> you know what? I'll settle into this because I want to call these men insane. <laughs> Uh, but I, I do think that you're right. Yeah. Uh, not to sound like an Oregonian, sure. because I'm not, but something that they love to say, you're like, damn, it's cold in the morning, and they're like, it's the high desert. And you're like, what? <laughs> Last time I went to Oregon, I was told that at least 20 times. I was like, I understand! So, <laughs> not to sound like that, but is it because it's a high desert? Look, I just told cold you, in I, the don't, morning? I don't know where they are. But it's not, it wasn't like, like the... It wasn't morning. Also, is New Mexico and Arizona, are they the high desert or are they just the desert? I think they're just the desert. Okay, well, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. So, the only conclusion is this was some wacky business. <laughs> Fucked up. That's what I was. Up. Um, okay, so this part was really funny. Because um, it really felt like a bunch of your bros like trying to analyze a text for you, but instead they're all analyzing the same text and it's to all of them. <laughs> um, so they get the group date card and they like read it out loud and I don't even remember what it said. It said something about like truth and honesty or whatever. Love. They love and then it said it. dot dot dot. <laughs> and the guys are like, does it say love Katie? And the guy's like, no it doesn't. And they're like, it doesn't say love Katie? Not even a heart? <laughs> These guys are all oh, freaking yeah, out. Me. These guys are all freaking out because the date card doesn't say love Katie. Connor B is in his interview like, no heart? Brutal. Oh, you did say that? <laughs> brutal, man. <laughs> God, it's brutal out here. <laughs> wow. Um, okay, so then we get to the group date. Connor B is wearing the most high-waisted pants I've ever seen. <laughs> who has like a specific style yeah you know, he seems very generic very like cash he does have specific style and it's not good no <laughs> i'm like why is it tucked in so much bro i feel like that shirt could have flown a bit more like i, I it was, if it had been a little it less had pirate in, vibes like yeah hidden like it had pirate vibe potential at any rate but it it wasn't it just his pants were so tight and his shirt was tucked so tight in and i was like Pulling yeah. the V even deeper. So out. deep. And I commented on his deep V in his profile pictures. I was like, no. Yeah. Why? Did, why? He, this man does not know how to dress this himself. This man proved this episode that he loves a deep V. Yeah. He wore more than one. Um, okay. So, Katie is like, here's the deal. 
we're all gonna sit in this dark room with chairs in a circle, mm-hmm. and uh, I've brought in Nick Vial to help me get clarity. <laughs> <laughs> and I said this. I've said this several times already. Yeah. But what business does Nick Vial have giving advice on love? He is dating a twenty. Three-year-old woman, mm-hmm. and he is in his forties. Yep. Um. Yeah. Well. Eight. Anyway, Nick Vial is gonna get them to tell Katie the things they're ashamed of. <laughs> and you he know, didn't say TV. I'm dating a twenty-three-year-old. So yeah, he said nothing. To be honest. Yeah, he's like, he cool, we're all going to go around and say things that we're ashamed of mm-hmm. on national TV to these guys you don't know very well. This is our second week. Congratulations, everyone. Yeah. Um. Hunter opens it up. <gasps> oh, he did it. With just, I mean, we are seeing spectacular moves this season. Yeah. I have just got to say. Like, I mean, I again, I hate to say it, Mike, last episode, mm-hmm. like, um, what was the other group date the last week? It was, oh, the wrestling? Ah, nothing really stood out there. But, like, I feel like every episode at least, like, I see something happen and I am, like, exceptionally well yeah. done. Played to perfection. Could You could not have done that better. This no notes. Probably, no yeah, notes. absolutely. This probably would have been the highlight of the episode if it hadn't have been, or if it hadn't been for Michael's date. Yes, okay. So yeah, so here's what Hunter says. He's basically like, I met a woman, got married, we had two kids together, and like somewhere in there my priorities shifted. Here he starts crying. Um, He's basically like, I destroyed my marriage while trying to build it. Like, I failed at marriage, and that doesn't just affect me. It affects her, and it affects two beautiful kids. And like, oh. It was a heart-wrenching. Did you cry here? Did you cry at a different point? I cried at Michael's, I think. Okay, yeah, you cried at some point. I got a little teary at this one. It was just like, like, I felt for him, and also I was like, like centering oh well the other thing too is i know from social media and just like his bio i think that he is a past addict uh-huh so i thought that that was going to be you part assumed that yeah that was going i assumed to be. that would be part of it and then when it wasn't i was like cool this is great because i felt like this was like he's choosing his time to share yeah, these things absolutely and um I thought what he shared was more appropriate. It felt like he listened to what was asked. He understood of him. the assignment. Yeah, he understood the assignment. And the other thing too was like saying that you devoted too much time for work, and that it was like more selfish than just like for work and for your kids. It's yeah, something you might, as a person, never have to actually admit. Yeah, absolutely. Because you could go your whole life saying, "Well, I just was really trying to provide, and then I didn't end up paying attention." Yeah. Instead of being like. I did it on purpose. Yeah, absolutely. Which I think a lot of people do. Yeah. I mean, again, it was just like it centered his family. Again, we don't we don't love the continual like forced trauma bonding and trauma sharing. Mm-mm. That being said, it's the name Give of the it game, up for Hunter. Yeah, Got to give it up. Um, no one could follow that. No. Just for the record. 
Um, except for maybe Connor B. Not in the same way. Yeah, not in the same way. But, like, you know, Aaron's was, like, you know, I met a girl <laughs> when we, like, both needed each other. And then the relationship became, like, an obligation. And yeah. I wasn't the man I wanted to be. And... He's always just more eloquent than I expect. I think it's just because when he gets mad, he says the most intense <laughs> things in the world. And then when he's not pissed <laughs> off, he's the like, dumbest <laughs> that you could have done. You are as dumb as it gets. <laughs> that is what that was the energy. <laughs> when he is bad, he is Nick Miller. Um, Aaron is so tough to pin down because, like, I'm obsessed, I'm obsessed with him. And Liv and I were both like, like this was happening, and we were like, wow, we can't wait because, like, look, here's the deal. Like, we are, yeah. we are Team Aaron. Yeah, like we are so much. here for whatever he's got. But like, come on, he's been so mean to women. Look at him! <laughs> Look at him. Uh, he's so cute. That man has ghosted. Literally, that man has going on. Oh yeah. That man has booty texting. Oh yeah. Like, and you know, depending. he still could have, but like, that was good self reflection. Yeah, I w- I was just gonna say like, you know, like we said last week, where I was like ghosting you know be nice to people obviously yeah. but you know as long as it's not an intense pattern of behavior yeah we can learn to forgive um and you know Aaron is fucking fantastic tv i love which him. like i know goes against everything i said i took away from rachel Lindsay's article yeah. but so far we have not learned anything terrible about him from the internet i agree so we haven't and also i just feel like after this episode, I just trust Katie's intuition. Yeah. And she is not into Aaron in any kind of way. No. But she is keeping him around. Yes. And I think she has very solid reasons, too. Because there's no way she feels chemistry with all the people that she still has left. I think she trusts Aaron. Yeah. And, like, I mean, look at it. Like, he's, he's so hot. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> well, why not? But also, like... For me, I would look at that man and be like, oh, you are just too handsome to ever trust. But I just oh. feel like she's very good at her at her you know gut what, feelings. You know what I think? What? If he makes it through, like, two more weeks, I think he'll get sent home on a one-on-one. Fuck. Which would be sad. I don't want I kind of want him to just go home in a rose ceremony. Like, rip off the band-aid. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know he's gonna go home, but I hope he's on Paradise. Oh, I'd be so good. He'd be great. Um, Okay. Um, what else did we get? Um, okay, so, uh, David's whole thing was, like, he chose a career over his relationship. Mm-hmm. Courtney was like, I broke trust with a woman, and now I know how important trust is. What did you do? Like, Elaborate on that. <laughs> <laughs> and the cameras were like, nope. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on from Courtney. So, Thomas's. Oh, Again, like, a, a bunch of things happened this week. Mm-hmm. That I wasn't totally expecting. Yeah. So, like, I wasn't paying attention when they started, and then I had to, like, catch up, because I was like, oh, this is gonna be normal, and then yeah. it wasn't. So, Thomas, what I got from it, and correct me if you got anything else wrong, or if you got anything else from it, yeah. but Thomas was basically like, so, I've never done anything wrong ever, yeah. but, like, I totally understand people being here for the wrong reasons. Like, for example, me, I didn't come here for the yeah. right reasons, but now I'm falling for you. Also, I went on a date one week before I left for this show. Oh, my God. It was so weird. And <laughs> I, I wrote, oops, Aaron has picked a new enemy in Thomas. <laughs> God, I love some of your notes. Um, yeah, uh, very yikes. Uh, the the thing is, Thomas, 
he might have gotten away with this, what he did on another season. Like, it but... It seems like an insane move to me. Right, but, like, think about it in comparison if, like, all we heard was Courtney and David and, like, who's... I don't remember who the other one's... But say we hadn't heard a Hunter, say we didn't hear Connor B. yeah. I don't know what Justin said, but I love him. Um, but, like, it just felt, it felt so cheesy and, like, bad compared to how honest everyone else was being. Yeah. Like, it really just, the juxtaposition was just like, well, here was the sticking point for me. is like, it did not feel like he understood the assignment. Because no. Because the assignment was, what are some things you're ashamed of? He didn't say anything he was ashamed of, and then he followed it up with, I didn't come here for the right reasons, which he also didn't say he was ashamed of. I know. Like, he could have been like, something I'm ashamed of (laughs) is I thought that I was coming here to, like, take advantage of this process, and, you know, I see my mistake now. But no, he was just like, um, I don't have any specific examples of anything I've ever done that I'm ashamed of, and also I came here for the wrong reasons. So bad! Like, I was floored. I was, yeah, I was floored, and I was also kind of like, why did you say that now? Yeah. Because, like, if the assignment had been, like, confess why you came on The Bachelor. Yeah. Sure. Why not? I also felt like he planned but, like, to say that for whatever date they were, like, be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Because. It was, yeah, but, like, it didn't feel, like, vulnerable. Cause no. Because it didn't feel like he felt like he had done anything wrong. You know? Oh, yeah. No, that was the thing. It was, like, he, it felt like he didn't believe his own story. Yeah. In the way of, like, he, I'd, obviously it was true, but it also was, like, weird. He he just was really, like, the way that I'm going to continue on with this is tell Katie how I'm feeling. Because he was really emphasizing, like, I'm so into you. Yeah. Like, all this, it was just, it was really. It was weird. It was not the answer to the question in the slightest. Which is, like, what made a risk, an already risky move. Yeah. Just completely bizarre. It was stupid. It made no sense. And also, Katie is not... I, I actually really love this about her. Uh, I also must say, I found her really cringy the first episode. I did not find her cringy this episode or most of the last episode. Yeah. Um, she's doing great. But she is so horrible at hiding her facial expressions, <laughs> which is why I didn't believe her in the slightest when she was like, I was not going to send Carl home. Because when she was talking to Carl, she was grimacing straight at him. I know. And I was like, oh, girl, you're doing a really good job, but you can't hide when you fucking hate something on your face. I know. So she really did not look stoked about this. As she shouldn't have been. It was weird. It was weird. I'm, yeah, it it just, it felt, like, honestly, it felt more manipulative than honest. Oh, absolutely. To be like, look, I didn't come here for you, but now... I I'm love so, you, so, like... It felt that, bland. This it, must be real, right? Yeah, it, you know? it really felt like... Because, oh, God. Some... Jed. Jed pulled uh, that. Jed would pull that shit. He did. Yeah. He straight up did pull that. He said, originally I didn't come for the right reasons. But he did it later on, and it worked. Because yeah. he was already the front runner. Yeah. And... Thomas isn't. Like, she finds him very sexy, but he is not the front runner. Yeah. Um, so he just, he did it too soon. Yes. It felt like he had practiced his answer to, like, a bunch of questions with a friend, and then he gave it at the wrong time. Yeah, and, like, God, what a stupid thing to say in front of the other guys. 
Oh, like, <laughs> Brenna Aaron. Make yourself a target, why don't you? Yeah, dude. Like, fucking read the room. That's what it felt like. He did yeah. not do that. Yeah. Yeah, I will say, we'll get to it later. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that was bizarre. Yeah. And then finally, the the buildup was to Connor B. Because yeah. they had all these shots in the preview about him being like, this was a truly bad thing that I did. Um, and Liv and I, I forget, we might have said this on the podcast last week. Yeah. But I at first was like, it's going to be something so insignificant. And yeah. then right when he was about to say it, I was like, okay, it's either so so insignificant mm-hmm. or like really actually pretty bad yeah it was pretty bad it was that one yeah. um so he tells this whole story where he was like i was in grad school and like supposed to be getting my phd but i hated it and so i dropped out and like i was working at a piano bar and like drink for free and you know he was getting drunk all the time and was like getting blackout drunk and would get angry when he was blackout drunk and like I, for real, for a second, was like, is this going to turn into, like, a domestic violence thing? I thought it was going I to. I thought it was headed yeah. in, like, a domestic like, oh, violence no. direction. Uh, don't like. Very because scared. he was like, my friends would tell me, my friends and these, my girlfriend would tell me all these, like, terrible, cruel things I would say when I was yeah. blackout drunk. Because I was getting really angry. And then he was like, and one night, like, I got really drunk and I got really mad at my girlfriend. And I was like, like, oh, my God. No, no, But then he was like, and then I went to a party and then I drank more and got high and I cheated on her. Um, And, like, blew up my whole life in one day. And he was like, yeah, so I went to therapy and stuff and tried my hardest to make amends. But, like, I really hurt somebody, essentially. Um, I was surprised. Yeah. Didn't didn't see that coming from no. uh, Connor B. I could have seen individual parts of that if you like. As a whole, though, I was like, "Whoa, yeah." So whatever. Everybody's got their own thing. Yeah, everybody's got a thing. Um. Okay. So then Katie is like, "I'm gonna tell you guys something that like most people don't know. Even my mom doesn't know. Mm-hmm. Which is essentially like ten years ago on New Year's Eve, she." She, her, her words are, she was involved, she was in a situation where consent was not involved. Yeah. Um, and then she was in denial about what happened for a really long time, so much so that she tried to form a relationship with him, and for years afterward, like, when that didn't work out, she had a very unhealthy relationship with sex, like, didn't like having sex, Mm -hmm. didn't like talking about sex. And, like, it took her a really long time to get to where she is now. And she just, like, really emphasizes the importance of consent and communication in her, like, platform, if -hmm. you will, of sex positivity. And she was like, it's not okay to guilt someone for not having enough sex with you or, Mm -hmm. like, sex in general. And she talks about, like, feeling responsible for a really long time because she was, like, too drunk and too dumb Mm -hmm. and too irresponsible. But... You know, she, is, she has reached a place where she knows it is not her fault. Yeah. Um, and this is where she is now. But, yeah. It was great. I, she talked about how no one should ever be, like, I think you might have already mentioned this, but, like, nobody should ever be ashamed for not wanting to have sex or anything. Yeah. And I was like, I think that's the most sex-positive thing that's been said. Absolutely. This Absolutely. Season, because it's, like, it, it, the... Like, yay for Katie. Like, 
proud, happy for her mm-hmm. that she said all of this and did this because they're not making her season sex positive. Right. By she's having to make it that way by yeah. revealing her own trauma. Like, ugh. I'm I'm glad, and I hope it was I hope it was like a big relief for her to yeah. share it and not pushing. Not something she felt like yeah. she had to do. Totally. Yeah. Um. But it just makes me think like. Did the producers know this? Are they making her de- her dates extremely sexual? Like, it just, it felt careless. Like, it, all of their stuff felt even more careless than before. Yeah, I mean, I, like, I, I agree, but also I think, I think another part of what she is saying is, like, she, she has reached a place where she, like, now for herself like does have a healthier relationship right, with that's, sex that's and like less what i'm saying okay and more like i think that's because some of the stuff has been on the verge of con- sure. not consent yeah that it could be potentially triggering yeah 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 for sure okay less I like i think that she doesn't like i think she's probably fine talking about se- like all that stuff because yeah she said that but yeah, yeah it's more the thing of like especially since she said she hasn't shared this with anyone uh-huh. i'm just like so, all this unprovoked stuff. For sure, okay. I'm like, that's even more careless now, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good for Katie. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope that was healing and helpful for her mm-hmm. to share. Very brave thing to share on TV. Yes. Um, Very. Yeah. Um, okay. So, switching gears because I want to talk about something funny again. Yes. Which is, we they all do a group hug after this, and then we cut to commercial. And then when we cut back from commercial break, there is, like, a singular shot of some, like, lone, abandoned gym equipment, followed by, like, two shots of nature. Oh, my like, God. You know how there's, like, usually, like, the sweeping, like, intro, whatever, generic shots? Yeah. But it, I don't know. Just the lone, abandoned gym equipment. Was like, oh great! This is the world that we're in. Like, <laughs> this is the house of men. I um, loved it. It was funny. It was funny. Um, but then <laughs> we get like Michael and two other guys talking. I don't remember who. One might have been Mike, and then one, one, one might have been the other Michael. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yes, it was the other oh, Mike. Michael, Michael, and Mike. Yes, yeah, Michael, <laughs> Michael, Mike, Michael, and. <laughs> Connor. No. No. Because Michael was the one talking. Like, our Michael. Andrew. Andrew. Mm-hmm. Who's the other Michael? No, it, it, there's only Mike and Michael. Oh, okay. I th- I thought that the one who is not Andrew S. was named Michael. That was my problem. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, it could be. Yeah, look a little bit like Got the it. vibe. I was obsessed with the way that Michael yes. was lying across these mats. Michael is not dressed to work out. No, they he's are not in the workout, to work out area, and they are none of them are working out. Just for the record, yeah. Michael is wearing like it wasn't khakis, but it was like clothes. Yeah, khaki shorts. I mean, and like not workout shoes. No, it was funny, and he was lying across the other men's workout mats, <laughs> telling a story, which was great. It was a good, very beautiful thing for him to share. That being said, yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> it was awesome. No, he's 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 essentially telling them about his wife who passed yeah. away a few years ago, and I won't get into too much detail yeah, about we'll it because it we'll cover it later. But it was I thought it was a very sweet conversation for the men to have, especially because I mean he was talking about. You know, there's there's sometimes when it's like you're you're very aware that these men are all dating the same person, or like just broadly, you're all aware that all the people in the house are dating the same person. Um, and then there are times when it seems like they're like just genuinely having conversations about relationships, and this mm-hmm. felt like one of those. Yeah, <laughs> like everybody was like, you know, listening to it him was and was like, "That's a beautiful story." Like Andrew, like put his hand on his leg. Yes. And was like, yeah, it's okay. Thank you. This is what I like. I like to see these men acting this way towards each other. I know. It was a good glimpse. I agree. I would would be happy to see more glimpses of friendship that isn't going to turn negative. Yes. I agree. Okay, so I forgot. We still got the night portion of the day. Oh, yeah. Um, So Connor B. is wearing another deep V. James's hair is literally always... So greased up. I hate it's him. It's so greased up. I'm, I'm so annoyed by him. I'm mad about his hair. I hate his face. He's sunburned all the time. I'm yeah. furious. My following two notes. Why is she wearing a giant blazer over a possibly pretty dress? Second note. <laughs> Never mind, the dress is terrible. <laughs> Why? Three quarter sleeves? Like, tight as well. Why it was insane. Tight? It looks so bad. Who is dressing her? I would, it has to be like a, a bridge they troll. They hate her. I don't know. They hate her. <laughs> they want God. her to be sad forever. It was just terrible. Ugh. Also, like, I feel like they are, like, putting her, like, medium frequently in, like, side ponies and Why? side braids. Yeah, no, they are. Who, what? I just, like, for, here's the thing. For why, though? I don't know. But they just, it, it's so annoying, too, because, like, if you put very specific bachelorettes in some of the... Like, if you put a Tasha in that, she's not going to look like a little girl. That's literally always your example. Okay, You whatever. are always, like, she's the if they put another bachelorette, you know, for example, Tasha. Well, I can't think of Hannah Brown, because Hannah Brown was literally 24. Um, no, I mean, don't get me wrong, Tasha's, like, literally one of the hottest women alive, so, like, obviously... Is there any... Okay, but, like, say... What about Claire. Oh, yeah. Like, Claire would, she would, she'd look fine I in think, a side pony. I think Claire would look cute in a side braid. Yeah. Like, these people would, but, but like, Katie has kind of a very young face. Yeah. And a little bit of, like, a young no, figure. No, I cannot believe she's 31. No, not at all. I mean, she's aging so well. Congre- I mean, 31 is very young. But, like, <laughs> 31, she should it's be very young. The she looks very young, but the other people that you see around her age look a lot older. Mm-hmm. But she has, like, sort of a round face, and she has, like, a slim frame with, like, it's, like, not the curviest. She's not the curviest woman in the world, so when they put sure. her in these dresses, they make her look like a child. Yeah. Whereas, like, when they put her, something that she wore at, like, a later ceremony, she looks so good. Well, and I mean, like, the silver dress, like, yeah, it's not great. But my main problem was just those terrible sleeves. Yeah, why? I don't know. I thought it was gonna be, like, a... Like a slinky top with like sure yeah it would look good yeah like I could have been like shiny and like spaghetti strap or even like a more flowy sleeve oh yeah anything well, except for what it was it was too metallic for a flowy sleeve yeah you're right but but like even, anything so like I would have hated this don't get me wrong but like yeah. a flowy short sleeve on that dress even would be better than what we were given 
Yeah, that is true. Like, I, and I'm not talking like flowy, flowy. I'm just yeah. talking not not what it tight. was. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Just not hugging her arm like a swimsuit. Yeah, but it I looked think, awful. Well, no, spaghetti straps would have been the but would have been freaking the move. move. Give her like ah, give her a shiny slinky. Give her one of those dresses that like hugs your form but is like a little loose in the front, like you know how it like oh the scoop necks the scoop necks or is that like, a cowl neck? I think it's I think it's a cowl neck. I'm looking at um, but like that's a, a dress that a ton of women wear. But if you make it silver and shiny, oh girl, that then it's different. Yeah. Pair it with good jeweler. I'm gonna kill her stylist. And like you, you are wear, a professional. You can wear an oversized blazer, but not that one. No, not, what? That literally that looked like too, Thomas gave her his yes, coat. Yes, exactly, exactly. Um, okay. Anyway, Justin and Katie have a little chat. They take a little kissing Polaroid. Cute, He's cute. He was going um, for the cheek kiss, and she said no. Yeah, and no. He was just gonna like smile at the camera. And she was cute. like, no. I'm obsessed um, with Justin. And then in his in his confessional, he was like. It's going to be hard to stand out among all these great guys. I thought he was going to be so cocky. And he really has, honestly, a lot of his confessionals, he has spent a lot of time talking about, like, Katie and worried about how she's feeling. Yeah, we judged him based on those harsh eyebrows, which, don't get me wrong, are fantastic. I judged him based on the everything about his smoking hot everything. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. He's literally too sexy to be alive. (laughs) Okay, um, next up, Connor B. I'm so sorry. I was not enjoying Connor B. this episode. Yeah. He was giving me such strong ick. I agree, actually. He was giving me such strong ick. I, especially just because I feel like he and Michael serve the same purpose. Yes. But Michael does it better. Michael does it with more <laughs> finesse. He looks like... I care. Such a bad kisser. Yeah. They kissed again. He's so aggressive about it's it. It's bad. But, like, not in a hot way. And he got teeny, tiny little Just in a desperate way. Yeah, dude, it's not good. It's not good. Anyway. um, I am also getting the ick from him. Yeah. I think Katie might soon. Oh, she is. I thought he was going to go so far, but after tonight, I'm like, I just don't think so. No, I can't see it. Yeah. Um, Okay. So then, blah, 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 blah. Okay, so next up, we get Thomas. Mm -hmm. And... In the sharing circle, Thomas was basically like, you can ask me about whatever red flags you want. So, Katie's like, what is a red flag you would like me to share with you? You would like to share with me. And he... And he's like, oh, how much do I like you? <laughs> he gives a total non-answer. And yeah. she's like, that's nice. But I feel like you're dodging the question. Love and he that. was like, I'm not dodging. You can ask anything you want. And she's it's like, like she I just did. asked you... To share. Okay. Grace so and I then, fought with Thomas from our screen. Yeah. And then she's like, right, but I don't know, like, what to <laughs> ask. Like, is this a process of elimination? Like, have you ever cheated? Have you ever, <laughs> like, we don't have to play that game if you just tell me. Yeah. Um, I think she can feel that there's something he's super not saying. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, she seems to have good intuition. Also, yeah. something else that was pissing me off about Thomas is he kept being, like, the things that I'm feeling... And, like, the things that you're feeling. And he might have said the things that I think that you're feeling. Mm-hmm. But I feel like he kept, like, telling her how he was feeling. Yeah. Or telling her how, how she, she was, was feeling. feeling. Yes, yeah. that's what I was trying to say. And he also, he's so, and I'm he's like, very self-centered. Yeah, I'm like, you don't know her? Yeah, he's, like, he he's that type of guy that's, like, my feelings are a gift. I appreciate them. 
It yeah. really feels like he was like, I, it really felt like he, I don't know, it sucked. It he, felt like he thinks he's too good for Katie. Yeah, he and is. And he's cheesy. He is, okay, in my opinion, mm-hmm. very charming. Yeah. But not smart enough to pull it off. I agree. Like, if he doesn't get questioned on anything, easy thing. Easy breeze through. Yeah. No problems. Like Yeah, absolutely. Because all he does is make out when he just like can't think of anything else to say. Exactly. Um he's very handsome. I think he's probably very charming in person. Mm-hmm. Um he's got a nice smile. Mm-hmm. But then the second that you are like, Hey, uh, I see like one small crack in this facade. What up with that? He like, he's like crumbles. Yeah. And also I think he thinks he's smarter than he is. So he's like, I have a genius plan. And then the plan is not genius. The plan is bad. <laughs> and he's, oh God. Like if he just had yeah. not done anything. He actually. He would have made it through like three weeks. No, no blinking. Oh God, I know. Well, he actually reminded me last night of Luke P. In, yes, in I his, agree. In the way of like, oh God, I'm glad you agree. But in the way that he like reassuringly smiles at someone and tells them how they're feeling and how. He's like, this is how I'm feeling, this is how you're feeling, which is what you were saying before. But he yeah. does it with, like, this smile that's like, I gotcha. But yeah. from the outside perspective, you're like, how dumb are you? Yeah. And I think both he and Luke P have that thing where they have a lot of sexual chemistry. Yeah. With, with the, the Bachelorette. And, like, Hannah didn't question in the same way that Katie did. Right. Like, she was just mad and confused. Katie's like, something's off. I think that Katie will send him home sooner than Luke P P went home. Because I think she's... I hope so. (laughs) Well, yeah, obviously. Um, But I think that Katie... uh, I think she likes making out with him. I don't think she's going to take it much farther because I think she's already not into it as much as she was. Yeah. Um, So then, like, I don't know... Their conversation ends, like, on a weird note, mm-hmm. and then Aaron and Katie are talking, but Thomas is kind of instantly like, I have to fix this. So then he goes back and is like, and obviously, you know, Aaron could have been, like, many more people could have talked between him and Aaron. We don't know how mm-hmm. much time has passed. But um, he's, like, pacing in front of Katie and Aaron, like, very visibly. Mm-hmm. And Aaron's like... To Katie, like, I'm finding this very distracting. And Katie's like, me too. Um, and Thomas eventually interrupts. And this was, like, a weird... I mean, you know, because it was, like, it was classic. And it's like, hey, can I steal you for a sec? And then the person talking to the bachelorette looks at the bachelorette. And then normally the bachelorette will be like, yeah, sure. But, like, Aaron, like, looked at Katie and Katie, like, looked at Aaron. Uh-huh. And, I don't know. It was weird. It would, it, it did not feel like Katie wanted to make a decision in yeah. that moment. But it was her decision to make. And so then we just all had to sit there for, like, I don't know if she wanted Aaron to say, like, don't do it or do do it. Yeah. Or, I don't but know. she, like, looked to Aaron for, like, a cue of what to do. I, and Aaron was kind of like, I'm, this is your job. <laughs> <laughs> it's on you, man. Your yeah. move. Your move. I think something that I'm noticing Katie struggle with, and say if you think I'm wrong, but okay. I think she struggles with wanting to be, 
wanting to do a good job as the role of the bachelorette and wanting like what she actually wants sure because i think like that's how i feel with the carl thing is like her job was to make some drama yeah her job is to choose someone but is also to bring the drama along the way it's just a little bit rougher because i think that she's not falling for the stuff as much as maybe we've seen some other bachelorettes fall for yeah like the thing it like, I think that she makes calculated moves to make the show good, but I think her intuition is better than a lot of Bachelorettes. Mm-hmm. And so I think I watch her. What that scene looked like to me was, I'm supposed to ditch Aaron and talk to Thomas, but I don't really feel like it because Thomas is mm. making me mad. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely... Ugh, I just, like, you know, because now, like... Again, I agree with you. Katie has made a lot of, like, really good moves. Mm-hmm. And, like, I think her intuition and instincts are good and so in that moment i just like oh i love it when they're like in a few minutes yeah and so i was like oh katie's obviously gonna do that like that is so her move and then she didn't and i was like man yeah because then she ends up going with aaron um or with thomas sorry yeah and thomas is basically like Fear and love are two very similar things. Like, I feel both of them when I look at you. Like, Mm. I love to look at you. You make me smile when I look at you. And I said nothing. Um, He essentially is like, I'm falling in love with you. But I don't think he said any of those words, right? Uh -uh. Not one of those words. I don't think he said I'm falling for you. I don't think he said the word love outside of the context of, like, love and fear. Certainly Um, not. And Katie's like, you're so passionate about your feelings, and, like, I like that about you. Um, but anyway. So then, Thomas goes back to the group. The group is bitching about him. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're all like, what? He said he came here to, like, d- get a platform. Oh, no. Um, and, <laughs> uh, so then, they're like, bro, why'd you get to talk to her twice? Uncool. And Thomas is like, the opportunity to talk to her twice presented itself. (laughs) And Aaron was like, bitch, what? (laughs) Loudly paced, super creepily staring at Katie like, hey. Yeah. Still there. And then Aaron is like, do you think your time is more important than mine? And Thomas is like, yes. And then they're like, what did you have to tell her that was... And I think he's like, yes. And then he was like, because I had to tell her something super important. And people are like, what did you have to tell her that it was so important? And he's like, um, that I'm falling in love with her. Which he did not Which say. Which he didn't say. Which she, I, I did goes, feel like he, he goes, admitted. He goes, I told her that I'm falling in love with her. And then they were all like, what? I love that reaction. It was great. It really, it felt like a sitcom where the two friends have been dating for like two days and they... The yeah. friend comes home and he's like, I told her I loved her. And the friends are like, are you insane? <laughs> um, okay. But, so at the end of this date, like, oh god, I feel like we were really nervous that Thomas was going to get the rose. Yeah. Which would have been two date roses in a row. Two Just group date roses in a row. Um, yeah. And, but Connor B gets it. Yeah. Um, okay. So then, mm-hmm. Aaron tells Thomas to his face. That he finds his behavior disgusting and repulsive. <laughs> I was like, say it again, baby. And Justin K 
continues to be the king of facial expression. Oh, he's so like, good. Like, he, he didn't turn it down this episode. He dialed it up. Oh, he did. He dialed it The eyes, up. the mouth, the full head tilt, oh, the body. He's the, a like, genius. He loves to, like, make the expression and then look around. Like, no one, everyone else finds this crazy, right? Yeah. Who else is finding this crazy? You know what I would buy? What? A painting that Justin painted of himself making <laughs> one of these faces. That's actually such a good social media move for him. It'd be great. I would like a painting. Great. But, I, like, okay. I, you know, let's be real. Like, I don't want it to be big. But if it was, like, a little, like, I would keep four it. Or, or by four or five by five square, like, I would, I would have that. It would hang somewhere subtle. Yeah. Yet, where I can always have it to look at. Um, okay. So, anyway. Michael A. I don't know why I'm specifying. We've just established Mike. there's one Michael. Um, oh, Michael A. Yeah. No, Michael. Yeah. yeah. Regular Michael. Michael gets... Andrew Michael or my... <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Normal, regular, standard Michael mm. gets... The one-on-one date. Yeah. Um, and they're oh, gonna, like, drive baby. around in a dune buggy, mm-hmm. but, like, before he gets there, Katie fully flips her dune buggy. <laughs> yeah, and then she does not tell him before well, he gets yeah. in the vehicle. Okay, no, no, so she drives up. She drives up in her dune buggy. This is after she flipped it. Yeah. Now Michael is here. Michael is watching her drive up in her dune buggy. She gets out of the dune buggy. He goes, hey, girl. <laughs> I am so in love with Michael. Continue. He is so cute. He's so, so okay. Basically, he's like, here's, she's like, I don't know, they talk a little bit. So then she drives him away in the dune buggy, yeah. and then after they get out of the dune buggy, she's like, I flipped that. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, what? He's like, thank you for not dealing me. <laughs> um, but so they're like talking on their date, and he's like, you Good know. Good conversation flow, I feel like. Yeah. He's like, my son does, because, he, he, you know, it's like, Obviously, hard for him to be away from his kid, but he's like, my son deserves the happiest dad, so, like, this Agree. is, let's think of, like, I'm thinking of this as, like, a pause to, like, work on myself, mm-hmm. so that, like, I can be better for him, which mm-hmm. was so cute, and then he has the line, like, this doesn't end in an engagement, this begins with an engagement, and, like, you bitch. and Katie is like, all over that. He's like continues talking like it was nothing and she's like, No wait, that was beautiful. That's a direct quote. Yeah. <laughs> and awesome. then um he does in a baby voice <laughs> ask if he can kiss her. He goes, Can I kiss, can you? I kiss you? I loved it. Grace I his it. entire body shrunk. It was <laughs> <laughs> But then they are making out against yeah. the dune buggy and it looked pretty good. Yeah, he looked like he went in for, like, a nice slow kiss, and then he grabbed ass. And like I said to Grace, Katie doesn't have much ass, and I respect a man who makes her feel like she has a, she has, she had booty. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um. Or just a man that grabs no ass. I respect that as well. Back at the ranch, the guys are now all on the same page of hating mm-hmm. Thomas. See, um, I don't like, normally I don't like ganging up on but I do like that the drama isn't, like, interwoven. It's, like, every week they're like, now we hate this person yes. and we'll get rid of them. Um, yeah. Hunter tells Thomas that his integrity is being questioned. Yeah. Um, Hunter is very calm about all of this. He's very nice. But, okay, for the evening portion of Michael and Katie's day, mm-hmm. Katie's wearing a pink blazer that looks great. She looks so good. And good. her hair is close to a middle part. We Which looks it. great. Tom, er, Michael is wearing a cardigan that I hate. Mm-hmm. Um, so here is Michael's story. Give us a lowdown. Which is, 16 years ago, he saw his wife, Laura, 
on their campus, and he was like, that was it. Like, I knew she was the one for me. They got married in 2012. They had James, their son, in 2016. And then only seven months after James was born, Laura was diagnosed with breast cancer. And he's like, you know, she, like, for years, she, like, she did, like, grace and strength. While cancer took its hold, he was like, we traveled the country aimlessly trying to find a cure. And then... Eventually, she passed away in January of 2019. Um, Liv cried. <laughs> it's so hard. It was like, oh my god, you like got you got you guys you got it. Like, I would say just watch this episode. It was such a good episode. It's but like, beautiful. I am not doing Hunter's story justice. I am not doing Katie's story justice. Yeah. I am not doing Michael's story justice. When I tell you these things, so like, just go watch them. Yeah, like. Absolutely. Michael broke my heart, put it back together, broke it again, mended it, did that, just, like, a continuing cycle until he was taken off my screen. Absolutely. And essentially, Michael is like, I know what it's like to love and to give everything, and, like, then she is like, I would never feel insecure about, like, this forever love that you have for Laura, and he's like, yes, I do have Which that. Is great. And I would then- say a couple things I like. At first when Katie said that, I was like, I feel like you already said that. But then I was like, I think Katie does a really good job of making things very clear to the viewers. Some of which are, like, 13 and 14-year-old girls. Like, what is a healthy way to respond to a thing? Like, I feel like it was that way with Hunter and Connor B's stories as Mm -hmm. well. She wasn't immediately like, well, this raises red flags for me. Yeah. She didn't even acknowledge it. She was just like, cool, thanks for sharing. You know, like, she really did make a safe space for people. Yeah. Which was great. Yeah, and same with him. Um... And then he's like, you know, we would create a unique relationship. That <laughs> wrote just... Liv cried. I did. <laughs> <laughs> he said, he, he's like, they would, we would create a unique relationship that is just ours. And yeah. then obviously he's getting the rose. So she's like, I know the weight of the roses I offer you because I'm also offering them to James. <laughs> and when I tell you his jaw <gasps> dropped, like it's literally. So cute. Oh. My God, you guys. I cried again. His mouth literally fell open when she said that, and he went, oh. It's like, you know, based on how many things this man has considered, that he's like, damn, she's met so many people. Like, he didn't get a date last week, and he's like, and she remembers my son's name. So cute. I wanted him to win right there. If she had ended the season, I would have been like, sure. Yeah, no, truly. Like, this, I was like, here's the deal. Like, guys. It took me a long time to get on board with Zach and Tasha. Like, yeah. longer than it should have, perhaps. Yeah, I agree. But, like, don't get me wrong. I got on board. I am on, on board. board. I will be crushed if they break up. I am literally driving the train. I <laughs> I am, like, so invested in Michael and Katie right now. Because here's the thing. We it discussed terrible news yeah. for me and my... Mental health. How I'm gonna feel. I thought that Zach and Tasha were a one-time circumstance. No. I don't get that obsessed with bachelor couples. And here comes fucking Michael. Here comes fucking Michael with baby James. And okay, here's I, the thing, like, Michael. Right. So the, Connor B doesn't feel quite right. He's like a little bit too. He's like a little bit too cringy. He's something. He's like he's not something. quite. He's like almost perfect for Katie. Yeah. And then, it feels like he's almost not mature enough, I think, is what it feels like to me. Yeah, I think I think Connor B is still figuring himself out. Yeah, which is okay. Full uh, support. And then, Greg also seems, I guess, a little bit immature, but he also just seems, like, not weird enough. 
Sure. Like, not quirky enough. And Michael is, like, mature, but also a very giving partner, and I think would be... I think he'd just be great. Yeah. I mean, the kid is one thing, like, if she doesn't want to be a part of that, but also it might be kind of the perfect situation. I was just thinking that. Yeah. I was just thinking that. Like, I think that Katie is kind of like, you know, could go with or without, obviously. And, like, you know, he's... James is only four. Yeah. a kid is a huge part of your life. Right. But, um, you know, I think, you know, Katie's 31. She's probably like, you know, I still want to travel. I still want to do fun things. You can take a four-year-old a lot of places. You can't take an infant. That is true. If you birth one out of your body. It like, is very true. Yeah. And, like, you definitely can't do all of the things you probably would have done on your hot young 30-something vacation. Totally. But you can put one on a plane, no problem. Well, uh, yeah, exactly. But she also seems like someone who would... And you can leave them with grandma and grandpa that's what, way easier. That's what I was thinking. So it already, like, he's already being taken care of by family. If they, say they wanted to go on, like, a two-week vacation. Yeah. He could do that. Also, if they wanted to go on a two-week vacation, Michael could go. Say they went to, like, Europe or whatever. They, uh... They go to Europe. They go for two weeks. Michael comes back. She hangs up with her friends or she goes alone. She seems like someone who would want a vacation alone anyway. And I feel like we're making, like, parenting all about, like, when you can leave your kid behind. Yeah. Obviously, (laughs) it's not. Sorry. That's all I think about when I think about parenting. (laughs) I think, I think that Katie has good stepmom vibes. I was going to say that, too. I really think, and especially I think it is harder if she's like, yeah, I could take a kid, could leave a kid. And then you get with someone who wants kids really badly yeah, and hasn't had I, them yet. Yeah. Which is a Greg. Yeah, absolutely. So, I Versus, don't know. Versus, like, I love you and your kid is a part of this deal I'm and your like kid them seems too. great. Yeah. So, let's get this show on the road. Absolutely. Um, 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10 for Michael. Oh. Um, okay, guys, hang in there. We are nearing the end. Yeah, um, sorry. We got on some tangents. Mostly my fault. This was a fucking good episode, you guys. It was a good it's episode. Not our fault. And I can't. She's, Michael and they went under the stars. They went under the stars. And they, like, snuggled and they made out and it looked really nice. Oh, God. Looked, guys, this date made my heart feel things. Bars. I think I think I said, is this one I said I might believe in love again? Yes, it is. <laughs> Indeed. Liv was like, time to get back on Hinge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, here's the problem. If Michael's on Hinge, his profile is only red flags for me. Oh, yeah. That's no, what his profile is. It's like, this is exclusively Child, kind of a sim. <laughs> <laughs> you really think you'd be like, no. Yeah. That cardigan? No. Yeah, absolutely um, not. And he looked so bad in his pictures. And he's so cute in person. Yeah, he's... I really think he's cute. I, like, here's the deal, guys. I don't know what people look like. I can't tell when they've had plastic surgery. Mm -hmm. But this man looks so much like Dylan Barbar. Oh. Barbar. Barbar. Barber. Barber. Oh, yeah. Well, I... And I feel good about that. Because you said it wrong so many times. I feel good about saying that. Okay. Do you don't think he looks like him? Um... I feel like he I could be I th- his brother. Well, yeah, I don't think yeah. he looks like twins, but I think, like, yeah. definitely He related. looks like he could be in the same family for sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, back at the ranch. Barney. Aaron is talking about Thomas. Not to Thomas. Just talking about Thomas. I love that Aaron is always at 100. <laughs> Aaron has never heard of taking it to a bed. No! Aaron has only heard of taking it to 100. <laughs> um, he's, he's talking and he's like, he's a sociopath. He's hugely sociopathic. In fact, a psychopath. <laughs> and when and he I says like, it, there's something I'm just like, aww! It's so funny. And like, I mean, like, do I think that's dramatic? 
Yes. Do I think Aaron is dramatic? Yes. Do I love that about him? Yes. Yes. However, I, like, if I was also feeling dramatic, I would use the word sociopath. Yeah. Because I think that Thomas is manipulative. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think that he's telling Katie that he's falling in love with her. He also lacks emotion. He, yeah. He just, like... He, he again... And remorse. Remorse. Right, and remorse. He didn't have anything he regretted. Again, and he really, he really gave me the Luke P vibes. Yeah, I think like, that's just what it is. Panics he does not... smiles and, like, doesn't answer any question. He does not have remorse. No. Yeah, that's And he's what it just is. obsessed with being like, we feel this together. We have a special connection. Yeah. Not into it. Um, so then the guys are all bitching about Thomas. Thomas comes in. There's some awkward silence. And then Hunter's like, okay, and brings up the situation. And he's like, Thomas, we think that the things you are saying feel fraudulent and, like, honestly, like a campaign. And he's like, I feel like you know how to have conversations and you know how to manipulate. And, you know, Thomas is, like, kind of deflecting. And Hunter's essentially like... Did you want, did you come on this show, like, thinking about being The Bachelor? He was like, yeah. He was like, yeah, I came on the show thinking I could be the next Bachelor. And I'm like, why did you say that? That was the other thing that reminded me of Luke P. Because the guys were like, why did you do this? And he's like, here's the thing. All of these reasons. And they're like, what? I'm just like, dude. Why? A you didn't have of, to say a that. A bunch of these guys did that. Yeah. They didn't say it. You you look dumber. Because you don't say it. Dumb. Obviously you don't say it. I don't know why he didn't get that into his brain. What? Well, and that's what I'm saying. Like, it was crazy. He thinks he's so smart. Yeah. And he is not as smart as he thinks. And he is making dumb, dumb moves. Yeah, he looks very... It's just so obvious. Especially because it's like, the now his actions seem calculated. They seem manipulative. And he's still slipping up. Yeah. So he looks bad at being those things. Also, I forgot about this moment. When he comes back into the room, there's like a shot where Hunter's okay. like, and then Connor, as we have heard nothing from, just goes, dee da da do not a single confessional and all this man has done is awkward silence (laughs) (laughs) i was dying dying um okay so here's what the preview shows yeah i don't know probably drama about thomas the main thing is it seems like blake wines is gonna show up next week (sighs) disgusting why i okay this okay i am Curious to see how this goes, honestly, yeah. as much as I hate Blake, because if we get another thing where they bring in Blake and then all the guys are like, how can she choose him over us? Blah, blah, blah. Then I'm like, okay, this is officially a formula and it's a formula no one likes. Mm-hmm. We saw it with Heather Martin. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it's happened before that, but you and I just saw it with Chantal Newton mm-hmm. on Ben season. Like, let's get rid of this one. Yeah. Let's get rid of this trope. We don't Nobody likes it. Mm-mm. It's not fun for anybody. It's not fun for the audience. It's not fun for Bachelorette. It's not fun for the random person you bring in. And it's not fun for the contestants. Well, I also think it's especially not fun. I would be okay if it were, like, a contestant from maybe, like, two or three seasons ago. Mm-hmm. But because it's so recent, it, like... And because he made it to Final Five for yeah. 
Tasha, and he was like hardcore simping after Claire. Claire. So it just felt. It just feels even dumber to me. This is his third bachelorette in one year. No, it's just like wrong. I don't. I don't get it. I don't like it. And yeah, I understand I that you can be into multiple people at once, but like, or or in short in a short period of time, especially when like the bubble bursts or whatever. But it just looks bad. I agree. I think. It's not a cute look. Like I would be fine with someone coming back from Michelle's. I think, depending on mm. who it was. Mm-hmm. Like if they brought back Ivan, I'd be like, oh. My heart. Yeah. Yeah, Just well, he Ivan was, wasn't also hardcore simping over Claire. Yeah. He didn't have a whole cry fest about whether yeah. or not he was going to stay or leave when Tasha got there. Right. And when he and Tasha broke up, it was, they were like, yeah, and, this isn't going to. And I like Ivan. I like <laughs> Ivan. Yeah, I like Ivan. I and can't I, believe you said this. No, I really wanted to happen. Well, right. It's like, I would be okay with that. And it's a long enough period of time. And like. Well, honestly, I hope they make him the next Bachelor. I think he'd be really, really oh, good. God. But I honestly oh, think he might just be too smart. Um, and he might not want to do it after Matt James' season. I don't know. It's all it's all a thing. It doesn't matter. Either way, like, you've got to be very specific, I think, about the people that you bring back on. Like, they shouldn't bring Brendan back on. Obviously, he's dating Piper. But right. they shouldn't have brought him back on for... Michelle season because right. he left because he wasn't was, ready. Yeah. So I just felt like it was careless bringing Blake on because he was just weird. Yeah, his vibes are off. Mm-hmm. My saying of the evening. Um. Okay. <sighs> so then the credit scene is just Katie and Michael naming things in space, and it's really cute. Very cute. And Katie gets keeps getting things wrong. Yeah. And at first it seems like. She's, like, genuinely getting things wrong. Yeah. And then she starts getting things wrong on purpose. Yeah. So Michael will correct her. And yeah. then she's like, oh, look, that constellation is called Michael's a royal pain in my ass. <laughs> I thought it was awesome. They were so cute. They were so cute. God, I was so I into love them. them. I loved it. Okay, wait, Liv, do we want to yeah. start our new segment? <laughs> Which is, this episode is not sponsored <laughs> by, but it could be. Hot water. <laughs> Hot water, please sponsor us. <laughs> hot water, please sponsor us. If you're water and you're hot, <laughs> let us represent you. Absolutely. We will tell everybody that you will cool them down on a hot, hot summer day, even if it seems like that might not actually be true. Yeah, and we'll tell anyone who says that's a weird fucking thing to drink before bed <laughs> that they're two dumbasses who don't deserve our discount. <laughs> Yeah. Hot water. Hot water. <laughs> For hot water, and go hot to people. your sink or kettle <laughs> and type in wrong reasons 2021. Hot water. Hot water. <laughs> hot water for hot people. There you go. That's a good one. I said it earlier, but you didn't hear me. So. <laughs> it's for the listeners, sorry I said it twice. <laughs> I ruined the hot vibes. <laughs> okay. Next uh, week is lukewarm water. Stay stupid. Room temperature water. That's okay. what mine is right now. I'm trying to think um, of what my Renton moment of the week was. I mean, God. She was not too Renton. It's always her outfits. Yeah. It's all, like, that sweater she was wearing oh, yeah. for the group date. Like, I said, that looks like my freshman year of college. And Lips, that looks like my high school 
years, and I was like, okay. <laughs> I was wrong. It was really like my sophomore no, year. You, did you I ever mean, see me could, my freshman year? I had side bangs. And... It could have been high school for me. I don't know. I, I loved a sweater shirt. Oh, God, I loved too. a sweater shirt. I mean, it's, let's be real. I still love a sweater shirt, but a different sweater yeah. shirt. Yeah. I think my rented moment was the big jacket. Oh, yeah. I was like, this is Renton trying to be fashion, and it is not working. We're so mean to Renton. I'm going to get complaints. I know. Uh, Okay. It's like, guys, we were talking about iCarly at dinner, (laughs) and Ellie's favorite iCarly episode is, I'm moving to Yakima, (laughs) because they spent the whole episode just shitting on Yakima. (laughs) So that's that's what we're doing. Um, Yeah. Got any roses or thorns left? Did you have a Renton moment of the week? I told you, it's always her outfit. That's it? Well... You don't have a specific one? The sweater! Okay, well, I... You didn't specifically say that. I thought we were just, you know, bantering. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's because I was avoiding the question. My rose goes to Michael specifically, but specifically, specifically Uh to... um, his line that I forgot. The uh, engagement one? E- this doesn't end in an engagement. No. I thought about that one, but maybe I maybe my son deserves the happiest dad. Oh, that's that yes. was really sweet. Yes. Okay. My rose, very similar. Mm-hmm. I'm giving my rose to Katie giving her rose Ow. to Michael, but also to James. Yes. That kinda stuck a knife through my heart. That was Um yeah. and then, you know, our weekly rose to Justin's face. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I think I think yeah. that's just going to be a weekly. Like we're just going to have to write it off. Yeah. Like it doesn't count as I'm, one of I ours. Pray it's too he will Continue. Thank yeah. him around for his base. Also, I would like to give her a rose for giving David a rose for. I would love to give to her a rose for giving David. So a rose. many roses this week. A thorn. Why is James here? Why? That's such a good question. That's a great one. He broke the uh, porch. <laughs> remember when it fell? Yeah, remember when that was the only entertaining thing he's done this season, yeah, though? Yeah, he broke it. But yeah. he broke it with his bad personality and his shitty hair. For sure, for sure. Okay. Um, I mean, my thorn, I think my thorn is that Thomas is a master manipulator who sucks. <laughs> like, I was charmed. I was into it. I thought mm-hmm. he was hot. If they looked like a great kisser, thought, hey, with all this, what could go wrong? Turns out, a personality. A, a personality <laughs> can go wrong. <laughs> save that for my embarrassing turn of events well now i have to come up with a new one. Oh fuck you got one um in an embarrassing turn of events i now i'm not into connor b anymore oh yeah yeah, yeah. Michael, for, for sure for sure for sure um mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. oh sure in an embarrassing turn of events i am now really into michael yeah Didn't see that one coming <laughs> i was did. really mean e- to him e- for e- two e- or three e- episodes prior to this i love him no i was mean you Why were. was I mean again? Oh, I remember. He's had like one offline in his bio, but you know, we're forgive we're and forget. It. Forgive and forget. Okay, everybody. Well, that was kind of a long one. Yeah. But again, like, I have got to say. Sorry, we love you. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> this is like, I think, I'm one of the most watchable seasons I can remember. I'm loving it. This episode was, despite the multiple crying things we mentioned, like, great, a great watch. Highly Maybe recommend. Party. Yeah. Um, yeah, can't, can't wait for next week. I'm already counting down the days. Yeah. Hours, All right. Seconds, minutes.
Well, we will talk to you guys soon then. Heck yeah. Bye. Bye.